0: Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Another great day for It's The Real. Yes. Every day is a great day when we are podcasting because that is what we say. 12 days of podcasts. This is uh, one, two, three, four days in, I think. I don't know. Let's go over it. We had the year in review. Yeah. We had CJ Fly. Yep. We had Officially Ice. Yep. And today we have... Kim Osario. Kim Osario, the former editor in chief of The Source. She does a lot of television production and writing right now. We'll get into her whole story, but we have to mention right now that February 23rd, 2017, we, It's the Real, are headlining SOBs here in New York City. It's called. Your girls' tour. It is not a world tour. It is your girls' tour, and it is one date. And guess what? Yes. Tickets are on sale right now. Go to itsthereal.com. Go get those tickets for you, your friends, your family, strangers. Give them away. You want to know what? You're not just getting tickets for them. You're getting tickets for us. (laughs) That's right. The best present you can give us this holiday season is to buy tickets to our headlining show, Your Girls' Tour, at SOB's February twenty third, 2017, we're doing new music. We're doing old music. We're bringing people up from the crowd. We're bringing in special guests. It's a night you do not want to miss. Where should they go, Jeff? You should go to SOBs on February 23rd, 2017, but you can also go to itsthereal.com. Yeah, you can tickets. buy all of your tickets there. You can buy tickets on SOBs.com as well. Tickets are on sale right now. Right now. It's pretty amazing. We went to uh, we went to Lenny S and... Uh, and Yan Yan and Bree Bree and, and Loki's Holiday Party. And who dropped by? Chance the Rapper. Uh, who else dropped by? Yogati. And who else dropped by? Meek Mill. Me- Meek Mill. And did we ask Meek's publicist, Jason, whether we should uh, mention what the name of this tour was? We did, but then he said, Don't you guys actually want to live? And we said, Well, that yeah. seems like a good idea too. Kim Osario is on the podcast today. It's a really good one. Did you realize, Jeff, that she went to You know what? Let's just get into it. When do you want to start this? I want to get into this podcast as soon as people comment on iTunes, oh. get our ratings up because people are doing that and our rating is going up it, and it, it's been a really nice thing to to refresh iTunes and see all these new reviews. So thank you everyone who's been doing that. When should we get into this podcast? As soon as people give us five stars on the reviews. Like I think that that's a that's a point I want to make. <laughs> So now, I don't, if you did it, then yes. But if not, then we'll get into the podcast in a second. Like, like now, right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, aka Static Electricity, aka Caught a Charge. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Tattoo Teardrops, aka Forever Emo. Yo, what up?
1: It's Kim Osario, <laughs> <laughs> aka Kim O, aka Kim O. <laughs> yeah, and this is waste time, but it's the real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kim, how are you? Kim, thanks
1: for coming up to the Upper West Side. thanks for I'll always come to i oh, always cool. come to well, the we upper west side. You've never invited me here before. well we first of
0: all, we've done karaoke together. We have.
1: We did.
0: We yeah, did. for Miss Info's birthday. It was
1: really bad. It was amazing. It was well,
0: but karaoke is supposed to be bad. So. You don't have it on
1: video. Right? No, I'm no, really, no. I'm like the karaoke champion in the Korean community where I live.
0: Oh, is that right?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's known. It's. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you're putting like shots make out me there. Bring my friends up here to say that I am the champion. What in karaoke. is your
0: song of choice?
1: I like um, Cyndi Lauper, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Okay, okay. Yeah. classic.
0: Same. We yes. could battle it out.
1: <laughs> you like that one too? Yeah. No,
0: our, ours. Uh, I think it's true. We, I think we, girls do just want to have fun. Uh, nice and Slow by Usher. Is a great one that's, that's yours, it's a that's really good really one. Funny. one. Uh, Tony Braxton's Unbreak My, my Heart. Heart, yeah, yeah, gotta do that. Yeah, do
1: them together, yeah, right? sometimes,
0: yeah. Okay. It's entertaining, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. When are we going? All
0: uh, right. what are you doing right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to go for real,
0: so uh, yeah, let's do it. But you took the two train up here.
1: I took the t- oh my god, I what got got on the two train mean to you? All right, so I don't get on the train anymore, I'm right. just gonna put it out there, <laughs> call it whatever you want, bougie, mm-hmm. I don't care, I don't, but it's because. I'm scarred Like I grew up Taking the six train Every day You know what I'm saying Like, like, like I'm, J-Lo Like J-Lo like six Yeah, yeah. The, You know we went to The same elementary school No I didn't know yeah, that Yeah she doesn't know Who I am It's fine <laughs> It's fine Wait you don't think
0: She <laughs> knows who you are
1: She Definitely doesn't know who I am. <laughs> it's not that I don't think. I know she doesn't know who I am. There's two things Kim,
0: uh, Kim knows. One is that she's the queen of karaoke. Yes. And yeah. two is that J-Lo has no idea who she just is. Just
1: in my community. Just oh. in <laughs> Fort New Jersey. Not here. Oh, my God. I just tell everybody where I live. I know. Um, no, uh, J-Lo does not know who I am. <laughs> um, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. We yeah, went yeah. to the same elementary school. Um, it's hard. I, I was a pretty popular kid, mm-hmm. but then of course it's like somebody always has to steal my shine. Like I was popular, and then it's like J Lo had to go to my elementary school. Damn, so, fucking J Lo. I know. Yeah, yeah. think yeah. of what could have been. I know. She was four years older than me, so, so now you know how she, how old she is. I'm so what no. what is the,
0: what does the two train mean to you?
1: So the two was just another line, like the six. My cousin lived up, you know, that way. And it, it first of all, it's the longest train ride, or at least back in the day, yeah, it was the mm-hmm. longest train ride you could ever take if you were going to the two, um, on the two, and wherever I was going, yeah,
0: because that's high up.
1: So it's so far. It's
0: <laughs> where are you? You're from the Bronx? I'm from Castle Hill. Castle Hill, man. Yeah. So what was it like growing up in Castle Hill?
1: Awesome. Okay. That's good. I did a lot of things okay. in my day, you know, and I, I came up and I learned a lot. And I had a crew. My mother says I was in a gang. That is not true. Not true.
0: Well, what colors were you wearing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we used to call ourselves TMG. Mm-hmm. Tough May tough Girls. Wow. Mm-hmm, from Castle Hill. How many girls yeah. were You know this? us, you know yeah. us, no. <laughs> how, really? how many? You're like, no, but JLo does. J-Lo. <laughs> how many
0: girls were in TMG?
1: TMG was like, oh my God, this is a book I can write one day. Yeah. TMG was like, Maybe 10 of us Whoa Yeah What was your nickname? I don't think I had one I was just Kim You were just
0: the girl with the knife Did you have matching jackets?
1: I did I did Special K When I was really young Mm -hmm. Just because of the movie Breaking. Remember? Yeah, did you dance? Yeah, I used to break What? Uh
0: Did you guys have matching jackets?
1: No, but uh, we stole jackets once from Macy's really? Yo, TMG were mean girls You that, right? <laughs> no, it's stealing jackets statute of Yeah, but I'm never, ever going to How did be that Macy's go anywhere? down?
0: Like, so, did, like, was somebody, like, on the lookout And somebody else was, like, you know
1: Stealing the jackets? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay And
0: then you jumped on the train, like Yeah, Kim, yeah. how do you steal a jacket? This is really romantic, the <laughs> yeah. whole, like, okay, idea of all, right. all of this <laughs> Listen,
1: I'm gonna give it to you Please <laughs> You put it on, and then you walk out that's it that's it. <laughs> that's it see but I don't know if you could do that nowadays people they have overthink a little,
0: yeah they the have like the strips and stuff yeah, yeah like, that's, the, that's the issue no, that's I actually, gotta...
1: actually put two on mm-hmm. and walked out that day
0: was that because one of your friends was a pussy
1: <laughs> well here's the thing I was the bigger pussy after because after we walked out and I was like with your jacket she was like you wearing it give it to me and I had to give her one of the jackets I you stole. put in
0: the work and she and gets she the shine took
1: the damn jacket yeah damn. Tammy Tammy Yeah.
0: does Tammy she listen <laughs>
1: Maybe. I'll make sure she
2: does
0: from yeah. now on. Uh, how many of uh, TMG are you still close with? Two. Two? Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Yeah, I love them, though. Well, shout I mean, out to those two. Them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah,
0: How often do you make it back to Castle Hill? Does
1: Facebook count?
0: Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, well, so
1: then all of them. Oh, yeah. We're but, all close. But
0: Facebook friends aren't real friends, though, I know. You know. That's
1: why I asked. <laughs> yeah, so I... All of them.
0: Well, how many do you get in political arguments with?
1: <laughs> None of them. How well. many
0: do you wish them, like, happy birthday? Two, one.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one out of the two, because I always forget the other one's birthday. Always, no, but fa- that's what Facebook is. It.
0: It's it's a calendar. It tells Facebook you
1: is amazing for that. But I can't wish everyone a happy birthday, so I just want to tell every one of my Facebook friends right now yeah here,
0: happy birthday, happy birthday. So, how often do you make it back to Castle Hill? Never, never, never. None of your family lives up there anymore. Nope. Wow. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. It's a you know I I'm from the Bronx, but a lot of my family has moved out. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean when you grow up a certain way, you move out and you feel good about it and if there's no family like there's no really I go back to speak. Let me put let me do my due diligence right yes. now. Mm-hmm. I go back when I'm invited to speak at schools to go back into my community all the time, but you're not going to see me hanging at the bodega. Right. Like no.
0: And but, but how good was the bodega when you were there? <laughs>
1: Do they have those in the city these nowadays? Like, do they still have? I mean, have they're them mostly priced less out. Yeah, less, mo- yeah. Now we have
0: like um, Apple stores. <laughs>
1: Last year, I went to a French Montana video shoot. For Lucky. Something. Yeah, which one? Lucky. <laughs> my I
0: love French in the
1: Montana. <laughs> it's so funny because my car, I had to drive my car in the garage. It's like in the video. <laughs> I'm like, why is my car in the video? So I went and I and there was it was in Washington Heights. It was mm-hmm. a bodega. Yeah. And I went in and they had honey buns.
0: Oh. So and you were I hadn't yeah. seen
1: Honey Buns since my childhood, so it's a little. I'm, I'm dealing with it in like my therapy sessions. You right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Your like therapist my, is
0: not in Castle Hill.
1: No, no. But you know, I'm dealing with like how my childhood and how I was brought up affects who I am as a person and how I deal with people. I'm yeah. at that. I'm at that grown up stage. Guys. Wow. Yeah.
0: So how did wearing Timberlands and you know uh, drinking Nutcrackers shape you <laughs> as? A-
1: I think it definitely provided or or shaped my career. Mm-hmm. Because if I wasn't so into it, then I wouldn't be in the business, you know, and that can be looked at as a plus and, you know, a positive and a negative. Yeah. Um. Because I am getting older and it is hard as I can curse, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, hard as fuck there you, you know, go. to get a check these days. So mm-hmm. nowadays it's like you max out at a certain age and hip hop is like, well, what you doing? Right. You know, if you're home, if you having kids or, you know, everybody's like, where, where you been at? I'm like, I've been home. Like, I'm good. <laughs> right. But, yeah. You know, the perception is that if you're not posting every five minutes on social media and, and you're not doing all of that. And telling everybody what you're doing like oh my god i gotta check i gotta check i gotta check, gotta check that's all everybody does yeah then you fell it's off like, I right i check, gotta check it's that's like so you think you're yeah yeah so it's odd because i'm not used to telling people when i'm used to getting a check and being like <laughs> i
0: don't
1: want nobody to ask me for my check right you know but also like I'm a little jewish
0: but also do you we're a lot jewish <laughs> but also do you want to be that person who's just like oh yeah like i'm no, out here and here's what i'm doing right like i don't
1: I've never been the type that wants people to know what I'm doing, because, right. and I'm dealing with that in, in therapy.
0: Growing up in Castle Hill, how big was your family there?
1: I I'm a, I grew up with my older sister. Mm-hmm. I have a younger sister, but she's from my mother's second marriage. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, growing up in Castle Hill, was it was us. We were a small family, but my mom had 14 brothers and, and sisters. So I have huh. a lot of cousins. Yeah. My father had, he was one of five. Wow. Um Right. So I have a big family. And actually, I'm on this big DNA thing right now. I just did my DNA. I, when I'm telling you I'm ancestry. a little Jewish, com. I'm a little Jewish. <laughs> yeah. I am a little Jewish. I'm 1% Jewish. want to see Oh, it? you really are. Yes, I'm Jewish. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. one so, of us. So 1%. Um, so I did this ancestry thing and it's connecting me to some cousins. He's taking pictures. I have a donut. (laughs) Um,
0: is that weird? It's very weird. Meeting, meeting. No,
1: it's weird. I have a doppelganger. It's weird. Like we're third cousins and she looks like me and our grandmothers look alike and we never knew each other. And we met this weekend.
0: This happened this
1: weekend. Yes.
0: This happened to our, our mom and our aunt, like did a little bit of, cause someone, uh, uh, Third cousin, something yeah. like reached yeah. out and was like, "Hey, can we all get together?" And it was just like, "How do we not know you even existed?" And then you look at the pictures and it's like, "This is it's so strange." Crazy, yeah. And,
1: and I didn't know she existed. Where does she live? She lives in the Bronx. She grew up in the Bronx. But what
0: the two. Oh, see, see yeah so you would have run gonna, into yeah. each other if you were on the six yeah is that why you see took the two train today no I <laughs> this is something <laughs> you talk about therapy
1: express yeah right like i it was an express train and i was like i gotta get on it because i gotta get there and i got on and i'm okay like nothing happened yeah you, you gotta understand i came up in the day where like the subway was like this, this yeah rail i used to walk in the subways from one station to the next like remember what? that yeah no do i
0: don't that. remember that Wait, like, no what? because
1: i grew up like I, I say the 90s really molded who I am as a per- person, but I grew up in the 80s. Like right, right. That was my elementary years in the 80s. But and-
0: why would you walk from one station to another station underground instead of... Were you just... The train
1: you, used to take mad long, okay? You were
0: looking for, for danger. <laughs>
1: yeah, we were, you know, we were... Rats. Rebels. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the rats. Oh, it's, oh, it's a crazy thing. And, like, I'd be on the trains. It'd be stuck for hours. I'd be on the trains. Things would happen. People would get robbed. Like, all of this stuff. So, for me to get on a train today mm-hmm. when I don't have to, it's a big, you know, it's a big statement. So,
0: you would stand in between the two trains that would go in opposite directions?
1: no okay as they were coming <laughs> yeah like- no no you No. i'd be dead <laughs> I know. no no you would you would walk in the train when the train wasn't coming like so certain stations used to god this was so long ago you could see you know what i'm saying like mm. if the train was coming and you could see the other station oh it was close like that so you just jump down and then you you walk before the train comes, and then
0: yeah. By the know. way, you're not that Jewish because <laughs> if you were real Jewish, then you would, would never, never, no. never no? do that. No. So
1: you guys don't remember like the third rail, like no, of oh, no, I remember it, but as like, in, like you don't, you don't touch, touch it. The third yeah. Rail. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. yeah,
0: but here we don't not only touch the third rail, we you just don't, we don't get leave. down there. No, we not at all.
1: I would never do it nowadays. Now and that you I you would discovered my one percent Jew, would not. Never absolutely not but i did it i i remember walking in the train
0: where where and
1: sometimes the tracks sometimes the tracks were not um active you mm -hmm. know what i mean so there would be tracks there that you knew the trains weren't running on so you knew you could walk you know i don't remember fully but i just remember being down there being scared as fuck (laughs) and then you know going from one station to the next
0: where where did your where did your bubble like end how far would you go beyond the bronx would you ride out to Coney Island or to like on the
1: train? Yeah. Oh, I would go anywhere on the train back then. Really? Yeah, Yeah. I used to have boyfriends in different parts. I had so many boyfriends in Queens. I don't know what that was about. D- different but, boroughs. Yeah. Like I was Brooklyn, Bronx. I know. I, that's how I I can tell like a personality when I meet people and I deal with them a business. I'm like, you're from Brooklyn. You're <laughs> what from makes the what makes
0: person from Brooklyn?
1: Brooklyn is very grimy. <laughs> like very grimy. Very. Um, That's bad. We were gonna be like she's uh, talking about Brooklyn. No, No, Brooklyn. You're territorial. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn. But you know, Brooklyn guys are very flashy too. Like you know, not in the Harlem way. You've heard Dame tell the stories between Brooklyn. I was from Harlem. Jay was from Brooklyn. This is how we looked. This is the sneakers we had. And we looked at each other's sneakers. And we, Remember that story? <laughs> of course. We read that before? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the mentality of the era that I came up in. We had Clark
0: like, Kent come up here, right? Yeah. And so Clark, you and Clark was like, when I met Dame, he's like, he better have respect to my fresh. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. It's
1: all about their, like, white Air Force Ones and yeah. shit. Yeah, the yeah. whole story. Like, the whole Rockefeller thing was built on, like, their sneakers.
0: And what was your style?
1: Back then, I was... I was
0: Subway chic, whatever you could sell from that whatever you could sell from or steal from Macy's. <laughs>
1: from Macy's. <laughs> oh, god, I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, no,
0: I'm right hypothetically, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that's more of a, a Brooklyn thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what was your high school experience like?
1: I went to Cardinal Spellman, okay, in the Bronx.
0: So, so private school. No?
1: Is, is that what you call private? Catholic, is it Catholic yeah, school. Catholic school. So yeah. but yeah. like
0: uniforms. Uniforms. Strict, yeah. Strict like teachers.
1: Nuns. Nuns. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun. We had a great high school experience. Yeah. You know? It wasn't as strict, you know.
0: Did you did you go to dances? All the time. What was your? What was your? uh I used
1: to, and I used to dance like with a circle around me.
0: Yeah. Yes. You were that girl.
1: Yes. You ran it's shit. Embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like Running Man, and I had a mean Running Man, not the one that was on social media recently, like the real one.
0: Yo, when Special K got on that like, dance I, floor, I, like... but I was a
1: Special K by then. I was. I had ditched that name. That was my breakdance name. Like I did like a show where like a breakdancing with my fifth grade class. Like yeah, I used to dance. I used to dance for real though. That's and, why. And J
0: Lo still didn't know you.
1: No, she no she's no she my swag
0: <laughs> no but what was that like by the way when she got on television though
1: I guess that was like the rest of us were like oh I guess not oh <laughs> no, by, then, by then I think I was I was like I'm not gonna dance for you know I don't know what was going on in Castle Hill back then like everyone was just like <laughs> but <laughs> trying did you to dance.
0: but did you watch and live in color absolutely and were you like wow that!" yes
1: everyone was like you know what when when she did money train everyone in the neighborhood was like oh my god did you see Jennifer on money train (laughs) and it was like you know a big deal because she had made it and that was like she was from our neighborhood and I used to work at Kipps Bay. She used to dance out of Kipps Bay, which is that it's like a community center, and her picture was like on the wall, like Jennifer Lopez from In Living Color. Why are we talking about J-Lo? Why, not? We just, why not? why
0: not? Now we can include her in the in the tweet that we put out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's definitely how gonna I know who to you are. Same, That's right. Yeah, how yeah. I went
1: to the same school
0: as you. J and Special <laughs> K. Right?
1: Yeah. Know, <laughs> it's right? like our she,
0: mom went to a high school with Goldie Hawn. Her yeah.
1: mom was the gym teacher.
0: Really? We, mm-hmm. How was she? Was she good? She
1: was all right.
0: <laughs> wow! Wow!
1: You know what I remember? I mean, she was fine. She was just a little mean. You
0: Jennifer know? or her mom? Her mom. Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: Her mom was like the gym teacher. Yeah. But, I yeah, mean, yeah. all the teachers were mean <laughs> back then in Catholic <laughs> school, of course, right? Like yeah. they're always telling you what to do and yelling at you. So I'll hold it again.
0: Telling her. you not to get you know down the subway, all <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. all that stuff. Was writing or journalism a part of your high school career? No. Nothing. No. What was the plan? Yeah, what did you want to do?
1: Um. Well, you mean when I wasn't dancing? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so what did I do? I, I went to high school. Well, I come from um, a family where my mom and my father, like, they, they didn't really go to college. Like, my mom maybe tried college for a semester. So going to college was the success. Going and graduating to college was the success. And becoming a lawyer or a doctor was
0: oh a, so you are so, jewish. Very yeah. jewish yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: i um you know i went to law school and i thought i was going to be a lawyer and but I, but
0: first you went to college and where'd you go yeah, undergrad fordham u fordham university so staying local yeah yeah um yeah. staying catholic or no yeah
1: it's well that's jesuit jesuit yeah, right all right how was we, that
0: experience oh.
1: I didn't really connect, okay. I think with the Fordham community, mm-hmm. you know but by, by that time I was getting my foot in the door in the industry, so I started to really i was going to school, but I really was you know well, what were you listening to that in, in what, the were, 90s. what
0: what had you been listening to at that point
1: music was? yeah, I was always hip hop right hip-hop. but like but like except, what what acts? except when I did the freestyle thing back in like remember freestyle of course yeah people but you don't know, what but you're that not is. latina I am half puerto Rican <laughs> oh true I'm half puerto Rican right which apparently is one percent jewish and my yeah yeah and um you know my mom is half black half chinese Mm -hmm. so i'm all mixed up that's part of why i did my dna i wanted to see like where my background was because i've never identified racially with Mm -hmm. any even though a lot of my friends were puerto rican and i look puerto rican they were like oh you're puerto rican my daughter asked me the other day she said mom what language am i am i like puerto rican i'm like Uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know. I don't know.
0: We come from the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: told her, her father's like, you're black, you're black. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but she's got some mix in her. She wants to know because she's very light and Mm -hmm. her friends don't know by looking at her that she's black. They don't, they always, you know, people are funny. They're always like, oh, what are you? What are you? Right. I'm like, I don't know. What am I? Right. I'm American. Right. Right. You know, I've always had a problem racially. I think
0: so. Uh, what does your daughter want to claim?
1: She, it's it, she loves being black. Yeah. You know uh, Beyonce, right? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. The, look, I want to say politically correct. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but she it, for her, she just doesn't know. Yeah, because she goes to school with, and kids are young, and there is no, the, you know, I mean, yeah, some people raise their kids away that they have issues but you know for kids who are growing up and being raised by parents who are very conscious racially and they want everyone to treat each other the same she's luckily in that community so they're just all kids you know they don't look at like you're black but i think now as she gets older mm-hmm. That's why it's an issue because yeah. she's nine. Asking right. me this way, like you're nine years. You didn't know what you were for nine years. I guess I never told her because that's not how I came up. I mm-hmm. didn't grow up like you're a Puerto Rican. Make sure or you're this or you're that. I just grew up, right? right. And I was I was good, right? Yeah,
0: it, there's a value set, and yeah. that's what.
1: Yeah, and Kino had he grew up very differently, my husband, because yeah. he grew up in Detroit mm-hmm. and he he's very conscious of who he is and he um is very big on teaching the kids who they are. So for that I get and they and they should hear their father saying you're black, but he's so light skinned too. They're right. probably like, You ain't black, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, What you talk about, Daddy? Are you Puerto Rican? What are you? <laughs> they talk to him in Spanish, like when he goes to the corner store sometimes.
0: <laughs> so your Fordham experience, you didn't really connect a lot. Nah. And you you said you're getting into to the industry at that point. Oh, yeah. What does that mean?
1: Oh, that was <laughs> tough. That was, um, I had this job um, that I got like in the middle of college and it was at Muse. It was a music software company. It was a very big part of shaping me professionally that I didn't realize back then. Back then, I just wanted to work at the source of XXL, right? right when XXL was launched. I didn't care about this Muse job. I was like, I hate this job. <laughs> nine to five. Hello. I was making good money. It was nine to five. Sometimes it was 12 to 8. Like, I had a very flexible shit. It was a great job. But what
0: was it? We
1: were a music software company that used to enter all of the data into these kiosks that went in the record stores. So, if you went into Tower Records, you would go to the kiosk, and this was before all of this digital (laughs) shit, and you would type in, like, who did that song, (laughs) Busta Move, and all of the information would come up. So, the reason why it was such a big part of my career is because I was the only hip-hop person there. So... All the hip hop would come and they'd be like, oh, Kim, you want this stuff, right? And everybody would take their favorite genre Mm -hmm. and I would take all the hip hop. So any album that came out between 94 and 99, I took the album and I entered every bit of information from the album into the system. So it became like, you know, this encyclopedia in my head. So like, I know stupid shit that nobody cares about. Like where Mobb Deep's album was recorded or right. shit like that. Where
0: was Mobb Deep's album recorded? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Chunking maybe? Yeah, maybe? Probably. I'm thinking of the infamous. Probably. It was probably yeah. King. Yeah. yeah. So like all of these facts that, you know, who produced this and I had. So when I started to write a lot of these facts I started to apply I became very knowledgeable because not only did I have sort of the experience of or just the knowledge of listening to music because I loved music and the way that I consumed it I just listened and listened and listened like yeah. I came when the when the Notorious Bigs album came in I remember that day and I told all all the white kids that I work, on, I was like, "This is shit." Y'all don't know. They're like, "Ah, it's not that good." We love the Wu Tang shit. I was like, "No, <laughs> listen, this guy." I'm like, "He's incredible." And I put some people on, and they were like, "Wow, that guy's really good." Like, they had no clue. But I used to put them up on hip hop stuff because they just didn't, you know, come. They didn't know hip hop. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Um. But I, I just was getting all that information and putting it into the system. And I think that I think that that those facts and all of that data entry was licensed years later after i left to a lot of online music stores Mm -hmm. so occasionally and i've seen this before i'll see some of my writing (laughs) because i started to write because i started to do annotations right albums so we would have to do descriptions that were positive so this is also so- something that shaped how I write right. reviews because we could not say anything negative because this was we're selling the records in the stores. Yeah. So Mop Deep, for example, I take the infamous album and I would write all of the stuff that was great about the album in this hundred word annotation about the record that would go into the system that was eventually licensed to these companies. Yeah, so now
0: it's like on Amazon.com. Exactly. Right. I, like, I
1: believe Amazon.com is where they sold some of the information Yeah, because
0: they, they do like, um, what is it, like allreviews.com or something like yes. that? And so then that like gets processed and so off to of Amazon. So some of that is my that might writing. be your most read stuff. How crazy yes, is that?
1: and, and nobody knows and nobody because knows. I couldn't put a byline on it. I'm going right? to I'm
0: gonna look up, like, so, a Wu-Tang album and it's it going to be, like, not as good as Biggie's, but, you know, it's all <laughs> right. Yeah, it would be, yeah. like,
1: something released between 94 and 99 Yeah, that I would have uh, annotated. And I had to Yo, annotate everything that I had to. You should all of
0: add. that. You should go on all the Amazon pages and be like, I, I wrote, wrote this. this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five stars. <Good>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? Some of them I remember. Uh, I'm probably, like, 95% I don't remember. You know, I would well, remember Well, yeah, because it it it's just it a blur
0: like, of, you know, like, positive...
1: Positive, I positive K, K. yeah, 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 K. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, what did I write about Skilo? Right. <laughs> like, I don't remember. I
0: yeah. I would be interested in more that. more than just one hit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> how what did you know about the Source or XXL back then, like, I was or just a or fan. vibe? Or you... I
1: was a fan. I was reading the magazines. They would come through the office when I was at Muse because they, we use them. We would excerpt the reviews from the Source. This album got five mics You know what I'm saying Yeah like, This album The source gives this album 3.5 mics So I became more knowledgeable Being at that job That's where, why I say It helped to shape Where me. was
0: Muse located By the way
1: mm. First we were in Williamsburg, Brooklyn
0: Whoa Oh, yes. hip Very no, hip Before yeah, I know it before was yeah yeah. yeah,
1: yeah We were, And it was just this warehouse That's grimy It was yeah. It was An incredible job Like now looking back I hated it though Because I used to take The J and the Z train uh, I was like yeah. why, What is Deep. this
0: Deep, yeah, yeah Yeah
1: But then it moved To Hudson Street and okay. they were located right across the street from, like, hot. yeah. Yeah, for for many years before I left. And everyone was like, you're going to get a job at like, one of these magazines. And then when I moved up, I thought that was such a big accomplishment. Like, I got a job at XXL.
0: And how did you do that?
1: How did I get a job at XXL? Yeah. Elliot. Elliot gave me my first job.
0: Did he find you or did you apply?
1: I knew Elliot because Elliot... Um,
0: You could hear his laugh
1: (laughs) miles away.
0: It was like a beacon. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: Uh, Oh, I used to. So I did many internships while Mm. I was at Muse and even like I worked at BMG Distribution. And then I did an internship for I did profile records internship. I did an internship for a company (sighs) to give them anything, but it was called Kick-Ass Records.
0: (laughs) Kick-Ass Records. Don't blow
1: them up now, um, because when my lawsuit came, this guy came and wanted to testify against me because he's a hater. And it was it was wild. Some but
0: executive from the label,
1: not even an, an executive, but like an owner, the old owner showed up. I'm like, I haven't seen this guy in 10 years. What
0: the hell? He was so, there to kick ass. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he, he, he found, it was like, you know, like, I'm not going to go down. And he just came out of nowhere. But I, I worked there. And very few people in the industry know that. Like, very, Elliot is one. Mm -hmm. Um, Iron is another. My friend DJ Iron out of D.C. Like, I would call them trying to promote these records. So I was doing radio slash press. And Elliot was someone I would call very early on. He would take my call. He'd be like, him from Kick-Ass Records. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what... uh, what do you you know what do you got and I was like I got this record by this group and you know Elliot would listen and say if he liked it or not or if he was gonna review it so that's how I met Elliot how
0: was your success rate in getting records uh
1: um I think I got Spins, okay. but it was hard back then, like you know. Well,
0: it, yeah, we had we had Jeff Sledge on, and we were talking about like what it must have been like to have a million different record labels around.
1: It was hard, and
0: because you're competing with everybody, it's not and just you're like, competing
1: with payola. Like, remember yeah. back then, people were like paying,
0: I mean, that's what our thing pay. is now, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. We ran around the city giving out payola to everybody from like Leo Cohen <laughs> to yeah. Just to get our record of To played. Power 105 Yeah to everybody That's yeah. yeah so I mean so, we labeled it as such So that people wouldn't get confused This is payola Correct Yeah hilarious. So when When Elliot comes calling
1: Well he Then at that It's not that he came calling I think When Elliot was at the source I started writing for him And I was like Always like Elliot give me a job Give me a job So I was persistent back then Like did they pay I was by like the, I'm better than all these people Did they pay so by funny. the word Yes uh, it was a dollar a word. Okay. Yeah, or fifty cents a word. From some of them were fifty cents a word, some were a dollar a word.
0: And how was it getting your money? Like, did they from they, the source? Of yeah. The
1: oh, back then you there was no major issue getting okay, paid. <laughs> yeah, like uh, remember these are three hundred page magazines. Back right. Then. Right. Like, right. Right. They were right. raking in the advertising. Deal. So they
0: had no problem getting their money out. No, to if you did your paper,
1: yeah. usually back then, if you weren't getting paid on time, it's because. An editor probably wasn't putting in your contract on time. But they wouldn't <laughs> say that. They're going to blame, you know, probably Dave and Ray and all the drama. It wasn't until, you know, when I became editor-in-chief, maybe a couple of years after, where you started to see the effects of the whole Eminem drama mm-hmm. and the advertising, that the source started struggling. It wasn't until then. Back mm-hmm. then, the source was fine cutting checks. It's right. just a, a matter of who they were going to cut checks to. So
0: the know? first thing you do is reviews. Yep. And first you?
1: Re-
0: I was going to ask if Rican you remember Peter Guns. Wow. For
1: the source. Oh,
0: from your old, you know, neighborhood.
1: Yep. <laughs> I remember. I I wrote the review. I no, I did a mic check, which was a and A mm-hmm. on Lord's Week and Peter Guns. Deja vu was big for us. Yeah. Ross was coming back. <laughs> we yep. were like, yeah. Um, and uh, Riggs. I think it was Riggs. You guys know Riggs, right? Yeah. Of yeah. yeah. Riggs was like, who is this girl? How does she? Ask. there was a question that I asked Peter Guns based on a line that he said on the album. And the line was something like, you know, it was basically one of those subliminals, like either I killed somebody or I will kill somebody. Yeah. I, I don't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, But, you know, the question was like, so you said this in this line, what did you mean? You know, and it was like a really direct and he gave his a- answer and danced around it or however he did it. It was right. fine. But I remember Riggs, I think it was... It was either Riggs or Carlito, Mm -hmm. saying, like, who is she? Because I asked really good questions. Yeah. And that's how I sort of got in with C and with Riggs. And they started to assign me, and Smokey, they started to assign me articles. So then when Elliot left to XXL, Mm -hmm. he hired me to be the lifestyle editor. But lifestyle wasn't really my thing. I just really wanted to
2: get to a magazine.
1: Yeah. and then a month later, Carlito got the job at the source. And he was like, um, I have a position for you in the music department. It was a step down, but it was in the music department.
0: Which, which That's is what, what you I wanted. Yeah. Was yeah. Elliot upset to lose you? Yes. How did he, he me, How did he make that known?
1: He offered me $10,000 more to stay than I was getting at the source. And I was stupid back then. <laughs> I was like, I want to go to the source. You know? And I went to the source. As opposed to take keeping the, he offered me 10
0: What was it like when when Elliot did did he announce he was leaving or back then? Yes.
1: From the source. Yeah, I think it was a big deal. Like, I don't know With the source. It was always and I don't remember his particular story, but with the source, it was always because you didn't get what you thought you were supposed to get.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: That's why you were leaving. And isn't it funny? Because when you get into the real world and you, you know, you you work and you have a job. You don't always get promoted, right? You don't always get things like, it, but it's politics. But at the source, it was so dear to everyone's heart, right? This magazine, this institution, right, of hip hop journalism. Yeah, you felt like you didn't get what you deserved, and you deserved that spot. And a lot of people were always coming in and out because they felt like either they were passed over for a promotion. You know, when I got the job, people left because it was like that was, you know, they believed that they should have that job it always felt like this is a democracy like we all should no really it's the boss's decision in any company that you work for yeah you know and that's that was a big thing with the source like whenever the bosses would come down and make a decision like it was like no this is source we can't say that (laughs) you know what I mean yeah in hindsight looking at how people just move in today's world I'm like wow isn't that interesting that the source got so much black and I'm part of it like i was pissed too i'm like they should not get four and a half mics How? (laughs) but that's how we felt we were so tied to the content and what we were doing Mm -hmm. it was so personal to us that we couldn't you know agree to we couldn't stand behind it if a decision was made that we were against but it's just the corporate world
0: right yeah (laughs) i mean like you talk about in your book i think like um which I, I just, like, rewrite it. I don't, like, have it, like, on, on memory at all times. But um, but you talk about how uh, Nas had gotten, like, a, a, a second five-star review. A five-mic uh, review. Yeah, Yeah. Had gotten five mics. And it's because um, uh, Benzino's, like, band or, 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 like, production team.
1: I didn't say because. I didn't say because. Oh, no, 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 no. Not, but, not because. You were it,
0: arguing for five mics. Right. And Dave Mays was like, well, if if they produced on it, then right. obviously, then, yeah
1: wow, did I give all those those gems? All those gems. (laughs) All those jewels? I'm just trying to sell some copies. Straight from the source. Straight from the source. (laughs) You know, I still see sometimes I look, I'm like, what, people are still buying it because people will hit me and say they read. Yeah. It's it's a good thing when you write a book and it's documented. Yeah. Yeah. But, yes. Yeah. I did say that. I did say that. I probably would have been a little bit more strategic nowadays. I was (laughs) was like, how could I say that without... Yeah. (laughs) It was... Everyone felt like it deserved five mics. Mm. Absolutely. But But selling it to the bosses... Selling it to them was always an issue because they had to, you know, they had their own agenda. And there had to be Which some self. Which is how self's. Lil'
0: Kim might have gotten five mics. I
1: wasn't there. No,
0: right. I wasn't but, there
1: when she got five mics, but it's possible. Right. <laughs> it's possible. See, yeah. the thing with Stillmatic is when you listen to it to this day, it still stands the test of time. You're mm-hmm. like, that's a five mic album.
0: What are you saying about the Naked Truth?
1: I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what What albums do you think you you missed out on in terms of like, if you look back on it today, how, what what did you get wrong?
1: Kendrick Lamar. Okay. When I went back, we gave him a four and a half. Everyone wanted him to get a five mic album.
0: Did it not get five because Benzino didn't produce (laughs) it? No, he wasn't
1: there. This was after the whole Benzino thing, right? (laughs) So um, I just was like, I can't do a five mic. I just was like, I just, to me, it was so much to give away the Mm -hmm. five mics. Right. But I think because of what he stands for, and I did, I, I heard a lot of the younger staff and how passionate they were about what he was doing, um, I would have probably, and I wasn't the only one that said, I don't think it should get five mics. It's just in my ways of how I was brought up. And the source was like, no, no five <laughs> mics. But I think if I, looking back, I would have I okayed it. And I'm not saying that just because I okayed it back then, it would have went through. It still had another step to go through. Sure, right. But I'm saying I probably would have, now looking back, been like, yeah, he, could, he can get five mics for that.
0: Isn't it crazy how, like, uh, an editor-in-chief is not actually in charge of, uh, uh, like, all editorial decisions?
1: All people have... A, I mean, all, everyone has a, a boss. Right. Everyone has a boss. So everyone always has to answer to someone. It's just the way that you mask it. And I think in a lot of magazines back then, the source owners were very, very vocal about, we run this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And in other places... They weren't. Right. But they had to covert. answer. Yeah. Yeah. Who like, do you think. Eric you had-
0: and I just answered to, um, you know, our, our sovereign uh, <laughs> Lord. That's right. And savior. That's right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you. Which which record label do you think you had the best relationship with during your tenure at, at the source? Like Def Jam. Def Jam. Absolutely. So if you like if if Elliot got a cover like last minute and it screwed you, you could always call Def Jam and you had like someone there who could get you an artist.
1: Pretty much. I mean, you wouldn't do it that way. I think it was more about um, the statements we were making with the covers and what artists at that time was great to sort of capitalize. But we Def Jam had a big enough roster that mm-hmm. there was someone there, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. if we needed to tap into somebody. What's
0: the, what's the favorite cover in your tenure there?
1: Mm. I always change this answer when I get it. So. <laughs> Give them all. <laughs> Give them all. My favorite cover. Oh, gosh. Of the source or when I was there?
0: Your whole time there. That you picked probably.
1: (laughs) I don't know. There were so many great ones and I'm like...
0: What are some of the great ones? You you don't have to pick your favorite, but what are some of your favorite experiences? Like in terms of...
1: Okay, okay. So this wasn't even a cover that I... Really was excited about doing it, for, but the behind bars cover I loved because I mm-hmm. think we did it first. Yeah. I think when we took everyone that were, and, and that I believe was Benzino's idea too. I wanted to do Shine mm-hmm. before anyone did Shine. Benzino was like, let's do everyone who's on. You know, I think it was his idea. Yeah, All right.
2: Well, and why yeah, not? hey, yeah.
1: Yeah. um, and so we did the, and it was a great cover, and it sold like crazy. Obviously, the Rockefeller cover is something that I always go to. Mm-hmm. Right, we did two different covers to fit all of the Rockefeller artists on yeah. the cover, but it was like at the height of Jay and Dame, and it was also the the one year anniversary of the of nine eleven. Mm-hmm. So. We had, like, the New York skyline in the background. It was very New York for me. I thought that that was, like, a big statement. But I also loved the Murder, Inc. cover that came right after that. And the Murder, Inc. cover, um, it was... I would like to say it was artistic. mm mm-hmm. um, I would have... I like faces up close on covers because I feel like it's, you know, it's right. in your face. And it, they were a little far back. But I still... The idea of the cover and what was going on at the time... Um. I love that cover. It was... it was a, The biggest seller was that Jay-Z cover. I don't think anything has outsold that cover mm. to this day. And, and, you know, the Source history. And even probably hip-hop on the newsstand because the source would, was doing big numbers on the newsstand. It was a newsstand-driven publication. Mm-hmm. It wasn't... The, like, the, the vibe was mostly subscription. Yeah, Right. I can't believe I said the vibe. <laughs> People in the hood say that and mm-hmm. I always say, why do they say the vibe? Like, anyway, vibe was, like, more subscription-based. Um, So that... Jay-Z cover was number one. That Murder, Inc. cover was like the second bestseller.
0: Who had the most uh, creative sort of input between these three? Lior, Irv Gotti, or Dame Dash?
1: Creative input in the cover. Dame. Dame. <laughs> no Irv was very you know big on what he wanted as well so I think both of them were very strong personalities this was at the time where they were running shit so they could call shots I had a great relationship with both of them so Mm -hmm. I was able to get it done and I think that's what helped me just as I was getting that next because I don't think I was editor-in-chief I think I might have been executive editor waiting for that big promotion Mm -hmm. um and those, like, took me over. Because I was able to... Jay hadn't done the cover. Mm-hmm. When I got him on the cover, he had not done the cover since whatever source drama he had with Source Awards back in the day. and mm-hmm. he, he had made a, you know, a yeah, start hard, sort yeah. of, like, I'm not doing the source. And I was able to get him to do the source. How'd so. you get him back? Dame. I had a great relationship with both of them. but But at the time, me and Dame were tight. And so I was like, I need <laughs> this, like i need it yeah I need you to put them on the cover and, and they did it um so I think that both of them as I was saying were very very uh hands-on and involved in what they were gonna look like yeah. you know like I guess we should include controlled... puff in that
0: too like was he oh god
1: that's different <laughs> that's different that's different with you know I there's always a, a sense of when you're working with a lot of power figures in hip hop, like you, you do have to. And I think that's time sometimes for me, because I had great relationships with them. It helped. So like with a Dame or with an Irv, like we can talk about, and I'd give them what they want. I'd say, okay, you want that? All right, let's do with puff. It's kind of like, I remember that <laughs> cover. I remember that cover. We did It was a great cover. It was like, I want this. I want that. And I want that. And it's like, okay you know <laughs> and if you don't give it to him he's not doing it right so there is no real negotiation like you're not in the source i don't think at the time when he did his cover um was in a position to to say like oh well we won't give you this and i think we may have tried mm-hmm. you know because there are things in his like writer for the photo shoot that right i'm like i can't do that like would they demand
0: they their own photographers
1: budget. too? their budgets were crazy yeah they would yeah. demand their own photographers they would they would listen to what we had to say, like we had suggestions, because um when I was in that position, two people that I loved, I loved Jonathan Mannion mm-hmm. and I loved Anthony Mandler.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um Whenever the photo editor said, oh, I'm going to I would get happy. <laughs> you know, I let the photo editor live because that was her thing. But yeah. I'm, I used to be like, oh, Anthony Mandler, like, exciting because his vision was, you know, he had a he had great vision. Yeah. Um, and this is
0: before he was doing music videos, right? This
1: was before. So yeah. we did a lot of that. Yeah. Like, we put a lot of people together based on, you know, I mean, Jonathan has his own relationships. He did the covers, yeah. he was in hip hop. But, like, yeah. for an Anthony Mandler, that, like, I don't remember. Him and all these hip hop artists. That was the source saying, "Okay, we're gonna put you with." And you remember a lot of these. Photo- I remember there was this one photographer, um, who uh, his name was Dalin, great photographer. But for hip hop, it just didn't mesh. He was like, "I'm going to have the little dolphin poking Trina <laughs> in her belly." Remember that one? Yeah. When Trina was on the the that yeah. fuzzy little dolphin. Yeah, you know it's <laughs> like. You we got away with it because she was half naked, but you know when you think about the cover back then, you're like, holy crap, we did that. Like
0: also, the pl- the like dolphins thing. are known for sexual assault. So oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Listen, yeah, there should be
0: consent in trainer was, riding a dolphin. You know, so, yeah. so
1: things like that. Like when I look back, I'm like, I don't know if that cover would fly now. It just so happened that it's right. Like, All right, she's and and the Pharrell cover we did. Um, who shot that cover? I don't remember who shot it, but just didn't do well Mm -hmm. it didn't do well you know and look we were but is that because we were like pharrell he's gonna be big yeah let's do pharrell and then it was like but is that because
0: Pharrell's too weird for like the the sources yeah i think so
1: i think so he was too left and at the time people just didn't see it they were like "Mm -mm. yeah Mm -mm." i we went to brazil to shoot that cover
0: uh for the was that the the beautiful shoot down there yeah yeah
1: well well they did that mm-hmm. we went back <laughs> we went back basically like oh my god it's so great we're yeah. gonna go back and so we went back to brazil with pharrell and we shot him on the cover with these three brazilian women that we cast which was like we had to find the right <laughs> women and oh my god and then you. how know, long was
0: took- that process
1: Couple days, it was interesting, but you know, I
0: did you go on that? It didn't work. On that, I went, wow,
1: I went. I remember that.
0: That's pretty awesome. It was, yeah,
1: (laughs) like being in Brazil with Pharrell, and you know, and and Pharrell, he's super creative, so you know, he had these ideas, so we had to work with that. Sometimes, when you're way creative, like the Pharrells and the Kanye's, and they have ideas, you got to bring them back in, in. yeah, yeah, like we don't, we can't really do that, (laughs) like you know, it's not gonna work, right? So, there were. There are those things, you know, but it, it didn't work.
0: Um, who were you ever? Because these are some very big names. Who were you intimidated to meet ever?
1: Intimidated? I don't think I was ever intimidated.
0: Except which. by J-Lo's mom. <laughs>
1: yeah, back in the <laughs> day. I don't think I was ever intimidated, which, yeah, No no no
0: no how no. how was it being a woman in in the prince magazine oh, business you
1: already know that story straight from the source yeah yes yeah. yeah. <laughs> that it's tough yeah it was tough i think i was it was and the time we were in hip-hop i always say like i was at the height of my career at the time when hip-hop was at its worst in terms of misogyny
0: well how many how many People at the source couldn't stand that there was a woman who was about to get the top job.
1: I think there were a few. They would never admit it. You know, I think there were there were quite a few. Yeah, they wouldn't say that. Mm -hmm. But it's it showed. I think.
0: And for you, like, did you have to be like, did you have to have an extra sort of shield of armor going into?
1: Yeah. And remember, this is a men's magazine. Like, I remember from the moment I walked in the source, it was this is male readership. 55%. It's like, it's only like 5% away from the, it's like 55% men and 45 women. It's like, I remember those numbers because I always thought about it. I was like, okay, that's kind of even, but no, it's a men's magazine. It always had to have the male perspective. So, I remember being told that I write like a guy and thinking that that was great. You know, and I could, I have to capture that these days. I'm like, how do I write like a guy? Because now (laughs) I'm like, I'm so motherly. But, um, you know I felt good about that Like mm-hmm. I felt like It gave me You know An edge And a step up Above other women Like I didn't understand That It was mentally abusive And I'm still scarred Yeah, yeah. No, I'm still scarred to I feel like
0: Vanessa Over Double XL Gets the same shit Does she? Yeah I think so I saw
1: Vanessa recently How is she? I like think she's okay. I didn't get to talk to her for a while. But, you know, Vanessa was an intern when I got that job at XXL. So <laughs> Vanessa has been there how, oh, that's, years.
2: It's a long time. Yeah. yeah. A I've, long time. I've only time. known her at XXL. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: She worked under Elliot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bonsu was there, too. Yeah. yeah. me, Elliot, Bonsu, and Vanessa. How funny is that? That's it's... crazy. And then I, after a month, I left. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, juices. $10,000. Yeah. I just um, turned it down.
0: What did you learn in your tenure at, at The Source?
1: Oh, I learned so much. I I learned who my real friends were. <laughs> I learned um that you can't control everything. Sometimes you have to just kind of roll with the punches. But I also learned that you should always always stick to your guns if you and you stand by what you believe in, right? And I think that um that's a hard lesson to learn. You know, because you you Sometimes you can't always stay. like you, you're you scared for your job and I was always scared for my job a lot of times when I made decisions I was scared I was going to lose my job what was I going to do next people would ask me or if God ever asked me once he said what are you going to do after this I was like I don't know and I didn't know I wasn't ready when the shock came of you know me filing the complaint and getting fired and then all of the you know the lawsuit and everything happened I wasn't ready for that
0: and I'm sure you also defined yourself As this one position, right? And have you... I
1: I can't even get away from it now. We've been talking about it for... Oh, my God. Right. 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 Like, it's hard because it was such a big part of my career. Um, So you just have to keep going and keep... You know, I'm a writer, so I've diversified a lot of what I do. But I'm at the core of who I am, even back then, I was a writer. Like, I wrote a lot of cover stories even when I was the editor. I wanted to write, and I wanted to express myself. When I was little, we talked about how, if I, did I know what I wanted to do? I didn't know, but I was always good at writing, and I was always good at, at telling stories. And my grandmother actually was really good at that, too. And really? Yeah, I think I get it from her.
0: You were also really good at taking jackets from Macy's, I, apparently. Yeah, nah, <laughs> I
1: only did it, never. Um, <laughs>
0: when, when did you uh, have your first child? 2000. So, so in um, the middle of all at this. At the height
1: of hip hop's misogyny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was I a, got it was, pregnant.
0: Yeah, you did it as a statement. but,
1: <laughs> but it was like, look, bitches.
0: But yeah, but like, when did you start defining yourself as a mother at that point?
1: Yeah. um, You know, when you have a kid, your life really changes. You start to, it's not all about you. And I think when you don't have kids, you learn that at some point, but it comes later, you know? And for me, it came at that time where it was like, not about me anymore. And I was, I had just got to the source and I had just graduated law school and I got pregnant. And I had my daughter. Um, I was about twenty-seven, mm-hmm. so um, which is a good age. When I think yeah. about it back then, I'm like, wow, it's a great age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I have friends at forty-five; they're having kids. I'm like, okay, oh,
2: word.
0: Well, but science I'm has like, changed word? a lot in the past. Uh, you know. Yeah, but
1: my tolerance right now, if yeah. I was to get pregnant is mm, I don't know. I'm like, that's crazy. So and. I, kudos to them because i think it's great yeah of course
0: did you did you was there a big switch in terms of like what you tolerated before from like an artist or or someone coming in to like argue with the vet argue motherhood changes changes
1: you motherhood makes you see things differently um again like you can't it's only so much cool you could have with shit on your hands you know what i mean like every morning i walk my dog and i pick up her shit and I'm like this humbling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should have a dog. Everybody should touch shit <laughs> at some point in their day cuz it'll teach you. It'll learn you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that you, you got to humble yourself. So mm-hmm. I pick up shit every day from my dog and it every day I'm, like I have sh- I have some little poop in my hand. And when you're, you know, have a kid like you're cleaning the kid's shit and you're it's Spit all over your shirt, and you you know brings you back down to earth. Yeah,
0: <laughs> motherhood is not for yeah. the weak. Yeah, Yeah, you know
1: what I'm saying. Like you can't be cool and bossy and do all of that with <laughs> you guys. Some shit on your. your
0: do you shit. think that Kanye has been thrown up on?
1: Um, he probably needs to be. If he hasn't. He needs that. He mm-hmm. needs some time alone. Let his kids shit all over him. <laughs> and you know, did you did you see that? He I met saw. It,
0: yeah, <gasps> it's yeah, it's oh, re- it's really disheartening. It is. Yeah, it, it's really disheartening. It really is. It's like God. if it can happen to like someone who really championed, uh, you know, black culture and it's horrible. and yeah. Why are we stood talking about up him for like them. he's dead? No. I mean cuz it a feels part of like, him like is? Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't it feel <laughs> part of like him is? Yeah. it just feels like the worst yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, um it does. I mean well no, the election was the worst day. This, this just feels like, yeah, like yeah. a like an aftershock.
1: Yeah, it was bad for me too. We should have all held hands and been together. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway. It's alright. We have We've another up. 2 years until the world ends, so oh, we go, can do that then. When Eminem went on on record.
1: Eminem. Well, we didn't right. even talk about him yet. I know. Well,
0: I mean, like you know, there's a lot that you go into your your in your book.
1: Yeah, and people so we should read so like, that. Yeah, we from the don't source. have to like do the whole right. thing.
0: But like hearing your name on a record, first of all, where were you when you first heard it?
1: Where was I? In my car, and I think someone called me and told me about it, and I was just like, I was amazed. And remember, Eminem of then wasn't Eminem of now, right? So everyone was just like a rapper back then. And there was a point where it wasn't cool to be a rapper. Like, you know, we kind of almost felt like at the source, and I'm going to say this, like, just a rapper. You <laughs> know who had that, too? Remember how, going back to Damon J. Mm-hmm. Remember, J would say things in his records like he was more than a rapper. Like, right. I'm a CEO, yeah. not a rapper. Yeah. It wasn't cool right. to be a rapper. So, like, I mean, I was just a rapper. Like, I'm like, he's talking <laughs> junk or whatever. I didn't see how big he was like to this day when people who don't know hear that they're like (CUBE) Eminem said I'm like (laughs) you know what I'm saying like he's just a rapper right but you know he's like the biggest rapper biggest selling rapper of all time Mm -hmm. so you don't you don't really think about it back then like that I we were we were rivals in a sense yeah you know, but I have him to thank for my family.
0: That is yeah, true. Which is, so then what is your relationship <laughs> with him now? Like, is that like a crazy sort of. I think he still of-
1: hates me. I, I, listen, I have no issues with him, but I've never seen him. So I don't even know if he exists. Okay? Right. You, well, like, he, I've never seen him. He In doesn't person- leave his house, though. Right.
0: Do you get any Christmas cards from him? Never.
1: <laughs> I've never seen him ever been in the same my, my friend always says you remember you met him at that convention when he was with proof i'm like i don't remember that <laughs> but um again the source meant so much to eminem mm-hmm. that that's what it was like he was attacking me calling me a hoe or whatever he was saying right he was attacking well, first me. of all
0: easy rhyme <laughs> i know
1: they still bust my chops about that like rigs and them like because yeah. it's it rhymes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Whatever. Um, Yeah, too easy. Like, you're Eminem and that's all you could do? Yeah. (laughs) Really?
0: You know he's going to respond to this.
1: Right, Um, hopefully (laughs) in a Christmas card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't that be great? That That would be be great. All over the place, Yeah, right.
0: right. Uh,
1: Now I'm like, come on, Eminem, say it again. No, no. Not not a chance.
0: But going through that, was that, like, just an awful time? Or did you feel, like, combative and you were like, yo, fuck him?
1: I was was definitely like, yo, fuck him. Hmm. I was definitely like, yeah, yeah. I didn't feel... I kind of laughed it off. I laughed at the records he made against the source. Like, I laughed it off, but it was definitely like, we're at war.
0: But you liked the Benzino diss.
1: (laughs) That Benzino did?
0: No, that Eminem did about Benzino. Yeah, Ah. but,
1: you know, we thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, I can't remember. What was it again?
0: I don't want to be like like this. this. I don't really wanna <laughs> hurt no feelings. I'm only in real when I say nobody <laughs> wants to hear their grandfather rap. You nope. really know oh, that, man. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> my, it's my favorite song. It is. Like, we'll we'll not, drive uh, down yeah. to go see our. Um, he
1: made that record for you guys, you know. For us, yeah, a
0: hundred percent. But we're not the only ones who love that. Like, it's <laughs> it's funny. Like, I'll talk to people and they'll just be like, "Oh, you know, what the greatest like diss like of that era was," and it was like, "Oh yeah, of course, nail in the coffin or Over you
1: know, ether." Oh my no, 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 god. I mean,
0: you wanna know what maybe. It's definitely more enjoyable, more, re- more replay <laughs> value. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't like you know just being like fuck Jay Z. Yeah,
1: like nobody would do that now, but remember back no, then. No, certainly yeah.
0: not now. Yeah. Um. So, so after that whole thing went down, uh-huh. and after you left the source, mm-hmm. how long did it take you to get out of the fog and then move on?
1: It was tough. I think um, I had to deal with the lawsuit. So the lawsuit, I left in 2005. The lawsuit happened in 2006. You know, I got pregnant and had my kid, another kid in 2007. I had one in 2009. And then I got married in 2011. So every two years, like, I felt <laughs> you like... You have a life
0: just, event. Just, you know,
1: just living my life. I don't right. know. And... Uh, I was at B E T, which was a great place to be at the time. Right. Just because We saw you over there. Yes. Viacom is great, right? Like the insurance work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I say lit? <laughs> is, that, is that not cool anymore? No. No, it, it is yeah, Listen, yeah. So people yeah. still say lit. Yeah. yeah. I, as long as you I'm don't learning,
0: say on because <laughs> then that's like that's one room removed. Words.
1: So it was great. So I was at B E T um and I learned a lot about television and working in that space and that sort of Helped me as I transitioned into doing what I do now, right? Which is write and produce for TV. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So now you have three kids. Three. You live in New Jersey. You somewhere. are somewhere in New Jersey, and <laughs> and and you drive a car. And you think... are you are uh, y- your your world is not is not off that that six train in mm-hmm. Castle Hill anymore. Do you mm-hmm. ever look back and think, even though it's you know just a Uh, Mere miles. Do you ever look back and think, like, I've made it so damn far?
1: Um, I take it for granted a lot. And I, you know, I forget. And then I run into somebody who, you know, from my past or... You know, just from where I'm from, and they're like, Wow, you've made it and it's like a reality check. I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a house in Jersey, yeah. like we're good, everybody's fine, like I move the elf every night. Um you guys know elf on the shelf? Yeah, yep. on the shelf, sure. Yeah, yeah. So like Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I take it for granted. Sometimes you gotta wake up every morning, you pick up the shit, you remember, you humble yourself, you're like, Okay, thank you. When stuff comes your way. You're thankful, Mm -hmm. and so everything that's happened to me over the past year, it's been a great year for me, so Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been getting a lot of projects, and I'm working on my own schedule, so I don't have to go into the office every day, Um, which is a thought. Like Sometimes I think, like, oh, shit, you better go get a job. (laughs) Go get a job, but I've been maintaining. Like I've been getting a lot of consulting work, Mm -hmm. and I've been doing a lot of writing for TV. I just... Um, co ep a show that's coming on WE I just did a pilot like I'm doing a lot of stuff. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, and I and I, and I love it because it's a I'm, I'm in a creative space and I'm mm-hmm. writing. So.
0: so when you did work in an office mm-hmm. and when music would come to you, you you were the one who decided like what everyone else right. would hear and what was good, what was not. Now, how much of your Music in 2016, about to be 2017, comes through your kids.
1: You know what? I still have a great year. Like, I I give it to myself on that, and I didn't... Um, like I hear stuff and I can tell if it's going to you know make it so like if my kids have that same intuition when it comes to music like I've noticed that about both of my daughters like they're very big into music mm-hmm. they put me up on stuff and we're kind of it connects us a little bit right um, so I don't want to seem like that's the only connection because I don't I try not to like I try to take what they consume and make sure that they're very well rounded. Right. they are not just listening to Young Ma, right? Um, but you but know,
0: I think there is something healthy yeah. about like not just living in a certain era in a certain era, but also being like open to yeah. the you know drums and Uzis and yes. Yatties and whoever else is like popular and now. So
1: I and I and I like a lot of it. You know I. I try. Sometimes I'm, I go out there. I'm like, oh, I can't listen to that stuff. And mm-hmm. then I'm in the car, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like I and I turn up the volume, and I like it.
0: What I only listen to Lord, uh, Lord Tree and Peter Guns. No, oh, that's fair. Um, that's fair. I heard that it's uh, some it, subliminal. Really yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the best unreleased record that you ever heard?
1: Unreleased record. that yeah, I, probably only a Kanye. Pro- probably a Kanye song.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: He Kanye gave me this um disc way back when, when he was putting out his album. And a couple of years ago, I was looking for it because I was like, yo, I can get a shitload of money. (laughs) Then you don't need to work. Yeah. But uh, I I think I just... Lost it or broke it or some shit, but <laughs> it, he gave me a CD and it was a bunch of tracks that he never put out. And it was like, so on the CD, like he had the original um, version of the Lauren Hill sample. Remember that record? Yeah. it was Linda yeah. Johnson. All falls he down. He had the original of that. He had a lot of tracks that did not make College Dropout. And I had this CD and I used to play it because it was the he. It was basically a, a College Dropout, yeah. but before he decided what was going to go on the album, and i would listen to it and like i loved it i was like this is great but a lot of those tracks did not make the album so and then i lost it because of course i didn't value shit back then <laughs> so i was like ah whatever and then a couple years ago i'm like where's that city <laughs> <laughs> i put that shit on ebay no so yeah did you have um, any wait,
0: you, you 50 cent played some uh unreleased stuff for you too actually time, now that yeah. i think about it
1: i um i heard like i was one of the first people to hear um richard dry trying look at that i can't even remember (laughs) yeah i was one of the first people to hear that wow album and it was you know was there
0: anything that was different on the yes what
1: yes there was there was there was don't do that (laughs) don't do that there was um the back down record was different i remember that i remember when i heard it i was like you're gonna put that out (laughs) like oh my god like he was dissing everybody and saying some shit, well, you know Fifty now, right? Right, yeah, so right, yeah. you see him. You go, he go. Yeah. Fifty has no filter. <laughs> he doesn't care. He'll say whatever about whatever, whoever. So there was, you know, there was shit on there. And I was like, you can't say that. <laughs> like, you know, just being in my position in the industry, I was like, you can't, you can't put that out. Like, mm-hmm. you'll have everybody against you. And then when it came out, you know, it was directed more towards Ja and his crew. Mm-hmm. So, but it was. It was everybody. Yeah. Did I say that? I didn't say that in the book, right?
0: Yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> yeah.
1: You, you see, shame you see on I, you. Yeah, you see
0: how like he set you up? Play jokes yeah, he. On uh, you. you know what you should read? Straight from the source. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have, have I? a copy Here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I use it to lecture though. So when I lecture, I definitely take it with me and I like excerpt certain things and then it makes me remember. But. Remember, when I wrote it, it was like right there. It was yeah. like all in my head. Yeah. I put it on paper. So nowadays, people ask me something, I'm like, I said that? Like, oh.
0: Did they ask you to do an audio version of it? No. Oh, Maybe they should have. They Is it too should. late?
1: I should do that. I know.
0: What are you doing after this? I know. <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> yeah, we're doing karaoke and then we're going to do that. in
1: your voice. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Jeff. I'm voice. Kim and I'm <laughs> from the Bronx and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. I could do That'd a pretty good funny.
1: Kim. <laughs> That'd be funny.
0: But yeah. overall, everything's good.
1: Everything is good. You're ready for Christmas. I am. You
0: did all your shopping?
1: No. I didn't even <laughs> start. I'm glad so you guys you didn't ask me ready. about Love and Hip Hop. The last podcast I did, I got all these Love and Hip Hop questions.
0: Oh, well, we don't watch Love and Hip Hop. No. Though. I mean, what are we going to do? Guns? Yeah. Like, oh, no, we did talk about <laughs> it. No,
1: because, you know, I write the reunion shows. So I've been doing yeah. that for a while now. I didn't realize it's been like. Well, how, um, how do you write a reunion show? Well, you write the copy for the For host, the host, yeah. And you write the copy. The questions and you help shape the conversation mm-hmm. and how the show is going to go. So it's so you know, when somebody
0: slaps somebody else, you say, you "I am like right. God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made this happen." I, I, like you we, don't I,
1: make it happen, we but just, you definitely you write things in a way that you know is going to help incite drama fists. and right. not this. <laughs> right? We would never condone that. Joe takes
0: on consequence. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't. I didn't do that. I don't think I did that one.
0: Oh, okay. Well. You should put it in one. the next one.
1: I did like I've done like eight. <laughs> are
0: eight, you ready? Are you ready for th- Are you ready for this season?
1: So this one, I uh, will be in production. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say.
2: All right. I don't, well, know. I don't know. At it's some like, point,
1: it's we'll be in production very soon, and so we'll start. You know, because the show I believe is airing now. Yes. They, but they may have just finished taping. the yeah. last yeah, yeah. Episode right. or so. So now it's like Who, reunion mode who's we on the Jwell's
0: se- is on the season and Cardi right and uh, uh, Drewski yep is that right oh yeah. Drewski yeah. as white chocolate white chocolate yeah white chocolate I Drusky. Watch.
1: I gotta watch the season I usually do it in like and that's how I consume most of my stuff not like Netflix right mm-hmm. like you just watch everything at once I just yeah. watch it all at once and yeah. then you throw up I gotta catch, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta
0: catch. <laughs> <laughs> well we so appreciate you coming through I so you. We're, gonna, of course. we're gonna see you tomorrow we're gonna see so. Oh, we
1: go to
2: karaoke?
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, we're
1: tomorrow. tomorrow. Right, that. we're hanging out tomorrow.
0: Ah, uh, not we so appreciate you coming through.
1: Thank you, guys. Yes. yes.
2: Yeah.
0: Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real, part of the 12 Days of Podcasts, 12 new podcasts in 12 days leading up to Christmas. Not bad so far, Jeff. Not bad. We're uh, we are actually possibly going to make it through this. I think. Look, let's let's you know count all of our chickens once they have hatched. But we're in the egg phase right now. If uh, if people don't know where they can find us, and hopefully at this point they do. But if they don't, where yeah. can you direct them, Jeff? You can always go to SoundCloud.com/slash A Waste of Time. You can also go to iTunes, search for A Waste of Time with It's the Real. We're also on Google Play and Stitcher and you know whatever people listen to podcasts on sure um you can also go to instagram at it's the real twitter at it's the real facebook at it's the real snapchat gets confusing yep. it's 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 the real and it's the real eric it's the real was taken so don't follow it's the real unless you're gonna bombard them with please to give us our name do we know anybody over at snapchat that can help us get at it's the real i don't know well if, if you're out there hit us up let us know Here's the thing, Jeff. Yes. This podcast needs to grow. We need to get it no, into the heads and minds of everybody out there. And it all starts with us telling our friends to let their friends let their friends know. Who would you like to shout out today? I want to shout out the good people at Licks and Stains, the clothing company. Um, Shouts to at P-B-B-T. Um Always, always great to connect with him and also always great to receive clothes from him. Yeah, Those clothes was, are, are awesome. That was so great. Uh, you see everybody wearing them around New York. And, so. y- and you know what? I got a lot of compliments when I wore it out and DJed a night at the Oxbury at Coke uh, the other night. Shout out to them. Yeah. I, Jeff, yes, would like to finally shout out. You know, I, I didn't know that it was a thing. I didn't know that we had, you know... People dying to get shouted out. I need to shout out DJ G Mix. He is G underscore M my x7 on soundcloud and he said where's my shout out well here it is there it is shout out (laughs) shout out one time to dj gmix but here's the thing dj spread the word let people know about a waste of time with it's the real jeff we have let's see let's do the math we've done four already do we have eight more podcasts on the way one know what in a row it's a it's a strong possibility but well we definitely never know, this. know we have one coming tomorrow i we know that one. we're recording three today okay well we have one coming tomorrow i hope people uh listen to that it's a really fun one hopefully you enjoyed today's and know this people you're really going to enjoy our live show at sob's february 23rd tickets are on sale right now go to it's the real.com and get them jeff yes, yes. Tomorrow, tomorrow, okay tomorrow.